Welcome back to Marriage Monday. My name is Dave Berenger, and this is my podcast to help you build your marriage one Monday at a time. Today, we're talking about celebrations. And I'm talking about celebrations primarily. Well, it's it's my wife's birthday, so happy birthday, Anne. But also, the idea of celebration is something that is so misunderstood and underestimated when it comes to marriage, because I believe that something that we ought to do in our marriage is have a culture of celebration. And some people, that is such a foreign concept, because when it comes to birthdays and anniversaries, we, we tend to go all out, and those are easy things to acknowledge and to celebrate that. So we celebrate big milestones, but what about small victories? What about dating anniversaries? What about the anniversary where you guys met? Uh, what about the fact that you guys accomplished a maybe a task together, a home project, uh, maybe something that you know one of your kids passed the test that the both of you worked hard to work with that child to get them to pass? I'm talking about the small things. And when we have a culture of celebration, it's more than just saying we celebrate birthdays well, we celebrate anniversaries well, but we look and we recognize the wins that happen in the monotony of life. We look at all the mundane parts of life and we find big and small every occasion to try to celebrate. Celebration is huge. And I want to answer that question. Why is celebration so important? Why should we have a culture of celebration? Let me give you three reasons. Number one, celebrations are opportunities for us to connect as a couple. When you celebrate, you are taking opportunities to connect as a couple. I mean, this is where you can you can develop unique rituals and traditions, moments of connection that can just strengthen your bond together. You can do numbers of things like, um, let me give you a couple rituals that I do. Before I start a staff meeting, we celebrate. I'll ask, what can we celebrate in your private lives, in your uh, ministry lives? And so we on the church staff will begin to celebrate small things and big things. Why? Because there's a momentum that will carry from that to help us to do the business for the church that needs to be done. I do the same thing with my church board meetings. Before we do any church board business, we will say, what can we celebrate in your personal lives? What can we celebrate at the church? And we get a momentum going with us because instead of starting cold or starting from a problem or starting from negativity, we start from the place of victory and it moves us forward faster and stronger and more importantly, together. That's what this does. You may have had a busy week. You may have had a hectic month, a hectic year. And I'm here to say, don't wait for a birthday or an anniversary to start developing that culture of celebration. You can do that right now. And you can pause the drama and begin to take in what is going right because it will give you the connection that you need to move your marriage forward. Number two, connections allow you to stop and to acknowledge the journey that you've done together. It gives you that chance to acknowledge and just to stop life and just recognize we're doing this thing together. And so look into your spouse and find things to support in them, or I should say to celebrate in them, and also to celebrate within the relationship. Like look back over the past month, the past year, and identify how you supported each other. Identify how you sacrificed for each other. Identify how you worked together as a team, maybe something you accomplished. Because what you're doing in that moment is you're actually developing a bank account of celebration. Again, don't wait for just the big moments to happen. 
couple years ago, we married off our daughter. That same year, we graduated our son. So, okay, we had some big things to put into the bank. Don't wait for those big moments. Look at the little things and start putting those into like this. It's a relational bank because when you stop and acknowledge your journey and you're talking about how, hey, here's what I saw in your life. Here's what I saw you accomplish that really blessed our marriage, that blessed me. When you recognize, you start developing that bank account to draw from so that when you have to go into something heavy, something challenging, you're not drawing from a dry well, but you've got a full well, a full tank that you can lean into that can give you the momentum that you need to push yourself through the challenges that awaits every single one of us in marriage. And then lastly, why do celebrations matter? Because they help you focus on the positive in life and in each other. It's so easy to get bogged down with negatives. I mean, turn on the TV, Fox, CNN, they'll tell you who to be afraid of and who to blame for it. Everything we seems like we are surrounded with wants to point us toward the negative. Maybe for you, it's been a trying month. Maybe there's been sickness. Maybe it's just been raining nonstop. Maybe all of a sudden the car has just pooped out and needs repair. And you've just, you just have things stacking on top of each other. Celebrating and having a culture celebration, they are your excuse to set aside what has been happening around you and actually to focus on what positive has actually been taking place behind the scenes that's maybe hard to find. I mean, it doesn't take long. Give yourself five minutes. Give yourself 10 minutes. Go for a walk and talk to each other and begin to lean in on what has gone right, what's taken place. Even if you have to look at the past month and as bad as some things may have been, you can look at each other and say, you know what, but we're still together. We're still waking up in the, in the bed together. We're still working on this thing together. We're still trying this thing together. And sometimes when you get into that mode and you recognize the positive in life and in each other, you don't feel so overwhelmed by what has happened. Why? Because the scripture says the two are better than one. And if one falls down, the other can pick them up. This is Ecclesiastes chapter 3. If one is cold, the other may warm them. This is a beautiful moment that to have that culture celebration, it rescues you from that anchor of what, the, of what negative things are happening and actually helps you to release that anchor, to give you the strength, the momentum to move yourself forward and say, we can do something. I'm here to say, sometimes celebrations don't seem like they're very essential they're just nice to have, but they're not necessarily a priority. But I'm here to tell you this. Celebration is a priority. It is a must in your relationship. In fact, let me give you something that our family has done frequently over, I would say, the past decade or so. Is we will hold up three fingers. We will look at our kids. We've even looked at each other to say, what are your three things to celebrate? What are your three things? I think this is something my wife started eons ago with journaling, where she started writing down three things every day that she was thankful for, and that got into me, and that got into our family. And so especially when it's been a trying season, we will look at our daughter, we will look at our son, look at each other, and just hold up three fingers and say, what are your three things? What are we saying? What are your three things to celebrate? We want to shift the culture of negativity. We want to shift the culture of even cynicism that can develop and just begin to say, you know what? There's more happening behind the scenes than we realize. And we can recognize that. We begin to bank that. We begin to build off of it. And it pushes us forward to growth. That's all I've got for you for today. Happy birthday to my wife, Anne. And for you, find something to celebrate and watch your marriage thrive. God bless.